Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of Sasan Sessions. I have with me all the way, I gotta take these glasses off because <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> all like, the way ooh, from right. Kentucky. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. The Cardinal. <laughs> My name is Drizzy from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm one of the hosts of Random Digits and Power Ups and Power Bombs. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm a big I'm fan so of yours. I'm so excited to have you on. You know, we kind of took turns. I was on your podcast, now you're on my podcast. I know. I'm I happy gotta to get be you live on my podcast. That's gonna be dope. Yes. <laughs> like, just say the word. I will send her up, and she can do her thing. Sounds like a plan to me. Don't mind me. I'm over here. Just washed my hair, so my hair is slowly falling out. It is not falling out. <laughs> Look at, I don't know if you guys can see that. Look, can you see? That's just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have nothing to defend it. So. It's the it's the struggle. And mind you, I just cut my hair, so Ooh. I don't I don't really know what's going on here. I'm You're tired. That's how it is. You're tired. You're tired. I am. I am. I'm very tired, and the stress too. So stress causes you to lose your hair. Yeah, definitely. But. <laughs> We have something in common. Yes. We got COVID. <laughs> we were sick. I and almost, we were sick at the same time. Yes. Like, it was almost time? year to date for me because I had it last year at the exact same time on the exact same days. Oh, my gosh. So this is what this episode is going to be about. This is going to be about like this fucking shitty life of COVID. We both got yeah. it twice. You just got your booster shot today. I got mine December 28th, and I still got COVID. Um, But I first got COVID when everything started. So it was right in the beginning of April. I think I had to quarantine because of it, but I didn't have it. Or if I had it, I didn't have any symptoms. My first real time of having any type of COVID was that January. On January 5th. Yeah, January 5th, actually. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then Omari, I came back around and touched me a little bit. (laughs) So I got the first strand, then I got this one, and Mm. you got the second one, and you got this one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just trying all of them out. (laughs) See which one's (laughs) the worst. (laughs) That's your six turns. One question that I got, because crazy enough, not just me, but a few of my coworkers, this is the second time they've got COVID, too. Um. Some of my coworkers that have never gotten COVID have asked me what it, what's the difference between when I first got it versus this one. And obviously when I first got it, there was no vaccine or anything. Honestly, like I got so sick, but because everything was right in the beginning, I couldn't really go out and get tested. It's not as open as it is now. The only way mm-hmm. I know I had COVID was because that was April, July. I went to Murder Beach with my my, my family. Mm-hmm. And I went to get COVID tested when I came back. And I asked them to do the um, the antibodies. My antibodies mm-hmm. was positive. How did the antibodies test go? Because um, every time I get it, they go digging in my nose. And, uh, <laughs> no, I think that one is through your blood. I want that one next time. I want that. Yeah, because I mean, the COVID testing is through your nose, 
And I think when I got my antibodies, because I checked twice, I checked once with um, City MD. I don't know. Do you guys have that out there? No. Okay. So it's like an urgent care. Mm-hmm. Well, it is an urgent care. But um, that's what we have over here. So I, I checked with them, and they told me I was positive. But if I wanted to know the percentage of how much I had, I would have to do that at a hospital. So I was just like, okay. So I went to the hospital that's near me and I asked them because I had went, um, I was exposed. So I went to get tested and I was fine. But I also asked them to do my antibodies and it ended up coming back with like 16%. Apparently they say like once you've had it, it only stays in your body for six months. Mind you, I got tested twice for my antibodies, once in July. The other one was in March, and I still had antibodies. They say six months, like it's not a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, like it says like three to six months, and I was just like, okay, that's a lot of bullshit because I had COVID right at the beginning. But they were also saying because a lot of people did antibodies, and they had like 2%, 1%, and apparently I had the most, which was 16%. But mm-hmm. I was also very sick the first time I had it. Like, it was me my and my whole family that I lived with. We all had it at the same time. Um, but I was sick for maybe, like, three weeks. Ooh. That was yeah. a bad one. And, you know, like, I was just in bed. I, you know, I'm as white as I am. But when I get sick, I get very pale. So I looked oh. very pale. Um, I had, like, like, stomach virus feels. So I had like to run to the bathroom all the time. I lost my smell and I lost my taste. Um, I got chills and hot flashes, but no fever. So that was like the only thing. I didn't have a fever and I didn't have um, problems breathing. Everything else I had. Mm. And so, I'm trying to sit there and think back to mine. The first time, mine wasn't that bad really. I think I was down maybe a day. I had a fever and was really tired and was running to the bathroom. But other than that, the first time wasn't bad. And then I had to spend two weeks in the house just doing nothing. Yeah. No, my first time was bad. And it was terrible because my grandmother would make me food. (laughs) And I just like, you know, because I didn't know exactly what was going on. And you scared because, you know, my grandparents are older. And I'm just like, I don't want to make it seem like I'm sick of COVID. And at the same time, I went through such a depression because everything had started. Everything Mm. in the news was people dying and people dying and people dying. And I was like, well, this is how I I die. Like, I'm going to die from COVID. And I was just such, I was depressed for a while. I was taking my therapy sessions and, you know, she kept constantly checking on me and stuff like that because I went through such a depression. Mm-hmm. And this time around, like, I think I was telling you, like, I felt like I had allergies. Mm-hmm. I normally get headaches because I suffer through migraines. I have mm-hmm. a headache right now. And um, I literally, it was a Monday. Actually, it was a Sunday night, and I started to feel my migraine. I took my medication. I went to bed. Woke up Monday, still had it. And that's normally how I deal with my migraines. I'll take my medication, but when I wake up, it's either lightly there or it's severely there. Mm-hmm. And I went through the whole entire Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with a headache. Friday, I woke up, 
and I felt miserable. Like I felt like I had really bad allergies, kind of like a cold. I kept sneezing, my nose was itchy, my nose was runny. And that's it. That's the the most thing that I had, my headache. So that's why I was like, maybe I just got like allergies or something because my sinuses is messing with my headaches. And, but that Friday when I felt like crap, I was like, you know, whenever I don't feel well, I just like to be safe and let me go get tested. I went to the hospital and I forget that they only do PCR there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do my PCR here and I'm going to go to the urgent care and do a rapid. Went to the rapid, shit came back positive. I was just like, and I got so emotional. I started crying. Because, you know, it was my second time. And I just was thinking about people that I'm surrounded by. I was thinking about my students. And I just started crying. And I just like, I was on the phone with my friend. And I was just like, I feel so stupid. I was literally. I crying. understand that. I understand it though because I felt the same way too. Because I'm like, damn, did I did I like who was I around? Did I touch him? Like, did I do this? Like, I kind of just, oh, I just got a light on my like picking myself with a big old bubble of light or something. So the thing about this one, and this is what the doctor was saying, is that this one is not like the first one and and the second one where you touch stuff and then you touch your face or. Mm-hmm. got packages and then disinfected. This one is airborne. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she was she was telling me how like, you know, if she how she put my my mask down to swab my nose. If me being positive and she was to put down her mask to talk to me or whatever without disinfecting the room, she already already inhaled everything. I didn't have to call for anything. Mm-hmm. But she had pulled down my mask and I was, you know, getting my swabs and stuff like that. She already inhaled it. And she said that's the thing that people don't understand because they're not really saying it's airborne. But when, you know, when you're at work and you think, okay, I'm in the bathroom, I'm yeah, safe I mean, here. I can do this. And- <laughs> yeah. But if somebody that was positive without you, you knowing went to the bathroom, you put your mask down. Now you just inhaled everything. And yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. Like, that's crazy. Because, mm-hmm. you know. I'm always wearing a mask. Uh, sometimes when I'm outside, I would like pull it down. But once I see like there's a lot of people around and I put my mask Yep, mask, instantly I put it right back up. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, because it's so cold here, it protects my face. In the summer, I hate it because as white as I am, I'm going to get that freaking mask face um, Sunday. <laughs> the thing that got me was always uh, the ma- it's where the mask and the glasses are. So it's faster, there, it fogs everything up. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Like yeah, I'll be wandering around with a ball from like y'all. Like I, it's still, I can't do it. <laughs> it was sometime this past week. It was like raining and snowing, mm-hmm. and I had my glasses on, and it, everything was just like, in, from being outside and then coming inside. It just kept fogging up, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is so annoying." I just took my glasses off and I'm like, you know what? If I get hit by a car, I just hit by, get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's like I hate. I hate these that these things don't have like windshield wipers or something. I need to get. I need to yeah, work on that. Yeah, I was that. like, I just need like one of those car car wipers. Yeah, just like <laughs> just something. Like fix that, please. So like that was my difference between the first and the second one that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thankful that for this one, I didn't lose my smell in my days. As you know, the new rules now: you quarantine for five days, whatever. Which I found 
crazy that after my quarantine time, because my doctor split it from the day, because she asked me, do you want to start from the day that you got your headaches? Or do you want to start the day that's the day that you got you tested positive? And I said, no, let's start from today. Because I don't know if those other days me having a headache was part of me having COVID. Mm-hmm. So that's what she did. So she, we did that for five days. And then my sixth day, which I was allowed to go back to work, I decided to call out. And basically because I wanted to get tested again, I wanted to dis- disinfect my room. I wanted to wash my sheets. Even though every time I was here, I would spray the Lysol and stuff like that. But I just wanted to clean my room. I did the and, exact same thing. Huh? I did the exact same thing. Yeah, because, you you know, you like stuck in here. Around, <laughs> like, I Lysol I lysol the entire house. I washed all bed sheets, whether they're mine or not. But, uh, white but the every little between you and I is that you you have kids and you have wife. Yes. yes. So you know me, it's just like it's just me in my room. Um, you know, I have my roommates and stuff like that. But obviously, when I was quarantined, I stood in my room, and whenever I went out to the bathroom, like I wore my mask or my gloves and stuff, um, just to kind of keep them safe, you know. But luckily, mm-hmm. everybody here was safe. Um, I was gonna quarantine in the hotel. But um, it's just been ridiculous over here. They didn't contact me to like, I think three days later. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they called me, I think it was 12 in the morning and I was asleep. Because mm-hmm. I still like, I, I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt my phone vibrate and I was just like, whoever it is. <laughs> because <laughs> only my emergency contacts my phone will ring, ring. Mm -hmm. But if you're not in my emergency contact, then it's just gonna vibrate. So it just vibrated and I said, clearly it's nobody important. Like it's not important. If it was (laughs) my dad or my stepmom or my sisters, it would ring, Mm -hmm. but um, it didn't. So when I woke up the next morning, because I was well enough that I was able to do remote learning with my students. Thankfully, like I was just sick maybe the first two days or three days, but the first day I was just like knocked out. The next day, I'm going to be honest, I thought it was Superwoman because I was like, I feel fine. And I did the whole remote learning Mm. with my kids. I was doing the observation reports and I was just doing and doing and making phone calls and doing and doing until it got to the point where it was just like I felt terrible. And I was just Mm. like, oh, I should have not done so much. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and day was, three hit. Like I can't see still. I completely sympathize with <laughs> that. I couldn't either. Like I had to make myself get out of the bed and just like I'm just walking around the house because I kicked everybody out. I'm just in this house by myself. So mm-hmm. I was like, where well, did your what wife and now? kids stay? They stayed with her mother. So okay. I got tested that that Wednesday. That Wednesday yes. morning, yeah, and they, mm-hmm. so they sat there and tested me and sent me home because I work in a children's hospital. So they, they come prepared for these things. So they had like, yeah. okay, we're gonna dig in your nose on both sides. Um, we sat there and okay, so we'll tell you when your results are. We'll send it to you through our little digital charting system, mm-hmm. and just go home. So I called my wife, told her like, hey, I did test positive. How do you kids feel? Because my symptoms started the day before and 
She said, they're all fine and everything. So I think we're just going to stay with my mom's house for the rest of the week. And you just stay in the house. I'm like, okay, that works. And every day she would come by and first check to make sure I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And then like, if I needed anything, like she dropped off Lysol, she dropped off food, uh, just things, told me to do things, just get up and move around and everything. Cause those first two days, yeah, I was mm-hmm. dead to the world. And then I think that the day three, I was, I had that same thought of like, this is how I'm gonna die. This is exactly how I'm gonna die. <laughs> Cause that headache is ungodly. Those, yeah, those headaches, like I'm, I'm telling you, that's how I was like, okay, maybe it's just my allergies because none of my migraine medication was working. And it and probably would have. I only last like three days with a headache, but this mm-hmm. shit was not going away. Yeah, you know when the weather, it was a lot of weather changing too, so that mm-hmm. causes it too. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just thinking, oh, it's just a. It was 71 day. Now it's. 30 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i think it snowed that day too so i'm like jesus christ yeah the day i went to go get tested we supposedly had a snowstorm here like we yeah. so originally i was off that friday i had to put paperwork for me to because i had um a doctor's appointment which ended up being virtual because uh <laughs> turns out my doctor had covid and so <laughs> I was just like, because they called me and they was like, hey, she had an emergency. Like, can we do this virtual? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Works for me. I'm going to stay in my bed and just wake up and just roll over and just do the, the call. Yeah. When I woke up like shit, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get tested before I go have this thing. But then um, because I forgot the hospital only does PCR. So the city MZ, you kind of put your name on the waiting list and then you kind of mm-hmm. wait for the text to go through. Yeah. So I was able to meet with her and she told me, oh, because unfortunately I have COVID. That's why I couldn't see you in person. And I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, I hope you feel better. But she seemed fine, you know, and I didn't want to say nothing about like, you know, me feeling ill, whatever. So then shortly after we hanged up, I got the call to come back and I was just like, OK. So I went and I got my my test. <laughs> she came back. The way she came in, though, she was like, so your test came back positive. And I was just like, what? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many times I've gotten tested. I can't even count how many times I've gotten tested. Mm, and I it's mean. always been like, oh, you know, it's negative. Um, but every time I go, I always get both. I always ask for the rapid and the PCR. They always ask me, is there a reason why? And I'm just like, I work with kids. <laughs> like, I just put it like, I work with kids. Which is true because um, I work with, with um, special needs children. So mm-hmm. a lot of my kids cannot tolerate a mask. Right. So, and um, crazy enough, um, one of my coworkers was trying to make a joke saying my kid got COVID because of me, but this was like much after my te- my one of my kids tested positive oh, like, okay. during quarantine, but it wasn't through me. It was actually his grandfather tested positive, mm-hmm. and they were around the grandfather. So when the mom the mom and the, the son got tested, they both had COVID. Right. So he had he actually came back. Uh, today was his first day back. And technically, because of the rules, he was allowed to quarantine for five days. But I was like, I fought that. And I was just like, no offense, love the kid to death, but he cannot tolerate a mask. 
and it was like oh he can't wear a mask and i was like no like he's one of my kids that does not wear it at all you try to put it on and he's gonna fight you and he's gonna throw it off Mm -hmm. so that's that's when they decided because of all these rules that they're making now so my my principal fought it and then um they approved that if a child cannot tolerate a mask then they will have to quarantine for 10 for 10 days but if a child can wear the mask all day long because i have kids that can do it 50 percent of the day 75 and then i have some that can fully do it yeah if the if a kid can tolerate a mask then they do not they only quarantine for five days Mm. which i'm just like all these rules are driving me crazy yeah because they can't make their man up on yeah i i don't know if it was my this last episode i just did with one of my co-workers um we were saying like it reminds i, I said it to somebody but i was saying it reminds me when back then when we when we when we would get the chicken pops they will put us all together so we could all get the chicken pops at this point i just feel like they want to everybody to get covid i'm lucky that i never had to go through that situation but it you scares me now i've never had a chicken pox and i am terrified as an adult to get it because i heard it is like putting you on your deathbed i i don't remember my symptoms but I remember my mom putting me all those pink little thing medicines on it. And I remember being all so the, itchy. The Calamine lotion. I've yes. seen so many people go through all of that. But I'm so hooked. I mean. Because <laughs> I ain't Let trying me tell to you, catch you. When I'm the oldest of all my siblings. When my brother was born. And he might have been like 10, I think. I know he was young. And they said, oh, do you want to give him the shot to prevent the chick? I said, what? <laughs> I said, where the hell was this shit when I was born? Right. And like, when, all... when I was a kid. Like, now they have a shot to prevent you to get the chicken pox. And I was like. Right, we I get it at the hospital. Shit. We get it at the hospital. It is literally measles, mumps, rucella, chicken pox, all wrapped in one little shot. Mm-hmm. And we got to get that. Like, right. Y'all. <laughs> So when I found out about that, and then obviously all my siblings got it after that, they got all the shot. I was just like, and I'm over here, the only child that got the chicken pops. Like, ain't this some mess? (laughs) Some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this some bullshit. (laughs) But uh, yes, like that's what it reminded me of. It right when families would bring these stories that they would just kind of put all the kids together so everybody can get the chicken pops at the same time. And that's how I feel like about this time, this COVID, because they're saying like, oh, it's not as crazy as the last two, you know? But it's just like, I'm just tired of this life. I am too. Tired. I want to go places. I, I'm really like, I'm, I'm sick of being confined. I, even at work, we have to wear masks all the time, and it's like we walk in. We have a we have a certain mask we have to wear into the building, and you then have to we wear have the, to check the in. and the KN95 ones too. I don't because I don't do direct patient care. But if you do do direct patient care, you do. So okay. I have just like a regular. They have, they made a special mask for everybody. Okay. It just sits on, and then once we get in, we have to take that mask off, put it in a bag, put it up somewhere. And then get a regular mask to put on for the day, the sterile that they give you. Okay. And then when we leave, we leave the trash can outside. We throw that mask away and we got to put on another mask to leave the building. Now, once you leave the building, you're completely on your own for whatever. Yeah. But 
I hate the process. And it used to be we had to get our temperatures taken. And if you're way too hot, whether I hated it in the winter because we're all wrapped up in everything and we're cold. So we're hot. So I'm take they're taking my temperature. Well, you're too hot. So you have to sit right here for about 10 minutes. And if you cool down, then we can let you work. If not, we have to send you to the immediate care center. Mm-hmm. That's like three blocks far down by the river. And it's like, I'm not trying to do all that. Yeah. Like in my job, once I came back and they started saying, oh, they want us to wear the KN95s. And I said, oh, okay. So everybody was wearing it. That mm. is the most annoying mask ever. It trying is. To do, try to do circle time and sing with the kids. It sucks. With that. And I'm just there like... Like, I feel like I need an inhaler because I can't breathe. And I was just like, this this has got to be something else. Because before they were telling us, like, it's okay to double mask or wear that one. But then when I came back, they were saying literally everybody had to wear those. And I was just like, oh, my God. Then they changed the rules and they said, if you have your booster shot, you can wear a regular mask. You don't mm. they recommend you so i was like huh i got my booster shot so i'm gonna wear my they don't have mask. uh they, so they don't let y'all wear the little uh special mask where you can change the filter out of them yes you can wear that only if you have your booster shot okay yeah if you don't then they they're good they make those um with the kn95 ones Ooh, those things suck <laughs> those things suck <laughs> Once they said that and I got the letter, I went in. We have our kids' cubbies and we have the adult mask and we have the kids' mask. I went in the fucking cubbies and I just said, I threw that shit on. I was just like, I could breathe so much better. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, whoo. Yeah, it's it's really annoying. Like, I will literally like pull it up a little bit so I can sing with the kids and I'm just there trying to breathe at the same time and I'm just like this is terrible like this is really this sucks yeah oh my and god I, I feel like I feel it even more for y'all guys because with special needs when you're a little bit more hands-on so you have mm-hmm. to you can't just hey don't do that like hey 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 calm down <laughs> yeah you know and a lot of times We've had, um, we have one kid that if, my room is always hot. So we tend to leave our door open because it's so hot. And of course we have one kid that lately now he wants to escape the classroom. And now because of him, we got to freaking close the door. And now we're suffocating in the heat. (laughs) Yeah, so like before, I think it was last week when the kids came back. Yeah, when the kids came back, like we were doing stuff, whatever. We literally took our eyes off of him for one second and he was gone. <laughs> and we like, you know, we're running, wearing these masks and we're like, <laughs> just like, I feel, it's not even about being <laughs> out of weight. <laughs> it's just this freaking kid and he runs so fast and he's yeah. there <laughs> laughing That's, i'm just like you yeah know. if you if a kid takes off running you're like i'm just gonna hope you run to a dead end because i'm not <laughs> yeah like he's he's not capable of pushing the door where the staircase is so there's not really mm-hmm. much for him to go and if you press the elevator like the elevator is not gonna close right away unless it's like upstairs or anything but 
yeah there's one time and this is totally off topic but one time um i, w I had to leave early because i had a doctor's appointment and my co-worker didn't tell me this somebody else did and i asked how did the how did the end of the day go he said oh everything went fine da, da, da. So i said okay good then like a, two days later somebody else tells me that what helped cover my class she said oh one of your kids disappeared and we were looking for her like crazy and i said oh he didn't tell me that and then I said they said that they were going crazy on my floor because my school is only two floors. But there was no way that she went through the stairs because she she's tiny. She can't even reach the door. But they were going crazy looking for her. Until they hear uh one of the therapists room, they hear like laughing and playing. They open <laughs> the door and she's there. And she's like, Oh hi. She's, oh my god. That's oh, one of my downs. One of my Down syndrome girls, and she's so sassy, but like everybody loves her. And I'm just like, she's cute. Don't get me wrong, she is cute. But when you get to really know her, you be like, oh, you gotta go, child. Oh, but when they told me that, I was just like, I would have been so mad. But then after a while, I would have laughed. Like this girl was just really there. There's nothing. Laughing. There's nothing you can do but laugh afterwards. I did two yeah. years in daycare, and I have all types of stories just like that. It's a hot ass mess. <laughs> Yeah, and going going back to our whole topic, it's so crazy. So, you know, everything started happening right after Thanksgiving, right? Pretty much when, mm -hmm. when it happened like crazy. And mm -hmm. we didn't have any cases after Thanksgiving, thankfully. Um, my school started to rise cases two days before Christmas. We are eight classrooms five classrooms were test, tested positive from just staff. Oh, Jesus. And that's when I was telling my principal, I was like, what is going on here? Because I don't feel comfortable being here if I'm fine and my staff is fine in my room. Because, you know, you got the holidays coming up. I'm going to be around my dad. I'm going to be around my aunt. Like, I don't want that I test positive all of a sudden and freaking people here. Yeah. And... She was just like, you know, I, I understand that she was trying to find coverage and deal with the whole remote learning again. And she asked me the end of that day, she said, are you coming tomorrow? <laughs> like, please come to work. <laughs> and I looked at her and I was just like, I mean, do I have a choice? <laughs> because I would tell you no. She's like, but please. If I have to be here, it's just like, because, you know, I'm I'm the head teacher right now in my classroom because my teacher is um, acting principal in a different school. And so she's really like, you coming? And I saw that phase. Like, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm, I'll come. But I guess, like, it wasn't just me that was concerned. So later that night, she called me and she said, we're just going to do remote. And I said, oh, thank God, because I was not planning to go over there. Um, So we ended up doing remote learning. And then I had gotten tested at that part. And I was fine. And I did my PCR and I was fine. And then after the holidays, our kids had to get tested before coming back to school. Okay. Um, I cannot express 
how many of my children. Technically, it wasn't mandatory, but I was just like, it's mandatory. <laughs> like it, it may not be mandatory, but it's mandatory to walk in this class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of my parents was like, oh, yeah, like we saw the email. A lot of parents did listen. And a lot of the parents were just like, you know, like, I know it's not mandatory, but I just want to make sure one of my parents did that. The child was fine. The mom tested positive. And we, she was just like, I don't even know how I got it. But then, I, you know, she's a single parent. So the daughter ended up getting it because mom had it, you know? Yeah. So, but she was one of those parents that like, I'm just, you know, we didn't do anything, but I'm just going to test her and I'm going to test myself. Just to be safe. And surely I'm glad. And that's why I said it's mandatory. Mm -hmm. Because clearly, honestly, I do nothing but go to work and come home and I got COVID. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with me being out and about going to a bar or whatever. It had nothing to do with that because I clearly, like, I just stay home because I was like, you know what? All these cases are rising. I'm not going to go out like that. And then, boom, I got COVID. And I was just like, I'm over here stopping my life. Mm-hmm. And I still got COVID just coming home and going to work. Mm-hmm. So... Like in, and the way that stuff spreads so much, any I mean, you can seriously be even in your house still... Go out yeah. to go get just to go get your mail or something on newspaper, and it's on there. Yep, yep. And that's why I was just like, I had two kids. One of them, the one I just said, the other one, the grandma ended up having COVID, and the mm-hmm. mom takes care of her. She lives there, so obviously everybody in the house got COVID. Yeah. So she had told me she was like, um, she said, "I'm not gonna test her because I know we have COVID." She's like my, you know. She said my my mother in law has COVID, and I've been the one taking care of her, and the family's all here, and I'm around my kids, and even though I try to be careful, I know that we all have COVID, and mm-hmm. surely enough, they did, cause she, um, cause I told her that please get her tested because, um, I can give her an excuse for being absent. Mm-hmm. If you don't give me anything, it just seems like you kept your child home. Right. So if you have this documentation that, you know, you tested positive, your child tested positive, I can now give my child an excuse because they were either exposed or they had COVID. Right. So I told her that and she said, oh, okay, let me, let me go get tested so that you, she can get excuse. So she did that and surely enough, they were all positive. So, but you know, she also, she's one of those moms that actually cares. So she's like, you know, I know she's out of school, but I want her to, is there somehow that we can have her still being educational during all this stuff? And I said, well, because technically at that time, my kids weren't quarantined yet. And I told her, I can send you packages with Mm. everything that we're going to do for the week. And she said, okay, that works fine. So that's what I did. I did that for both of my kids. I made packages. At that time, we were doing the letter Q. So I did something simple like, um q is for quarters and i printed out a whole bunch of quarters and they would just basically cut it out and just paste it on the around the queue mm-hmm. so i, I did that nine. we did the number of the week which was nine and they, they would just trace the number nine and then count certain things and color it and type of thing 
Mm-hmm. And so I gave her stuff like that. I gave her stuff for the following week. And um, then after my, um, I got tested positive. So my kids had a quarantine because they were around me. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't do any packages for them because I was here. But we did everything online. And then pretty much every day I would just come up with an activity. Um, I can't remember when we did it. But we did like mittens. You just draw the mittens for the kid, have them color it, let them design it. I have some kids that their parents have a lot of craft stuff at home. So they put like cotton balls or they put like. Oh, um, I remember those. Yeah, you remember with the string and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, it's because when we did our remote learning the first time, it was out of the blue. So I had to come with something right away. So I was just like, you know what? It just became winter. Let's do winter hats. And that's mm-hmm. what we did. I did mines with um, a regular winter hat. I colored in like the the, the candy cane color, and then I put mm-hmm. cotton balls around the edges. Mm-hmm. And so, and my kids came up with a well, the, well, the parents helped them, but they a lot of my kids can actually like they're very artsy. I have one of my kids that, even though he's super autistic, he knows how to color it within the lines. Ooh, that's and, and and that's hard for a four-year-old, even for like a three-year-old. It's hard for some adults. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, there was just even that's the thing, like a lot of times people have COVID and don't get me wrong, sometimes you get it so bad and it's just like I don't feel like doing anything. And especially when you have kids, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like my stepmom thought she had COVID at one point, and I was just like, I was nervous because my little brother is autistic, and he he re- depends on my stepmom a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, like you know, her being sick would be hard on on my brother because he's that's who takes care of him all the time, right? You know, but if you can plan, if you're quarantining with your child. And just ask the teacher for like packages or just like, I have one parent that always says like, hey, can you let me know what you guys are doing for the week so I can kind of do the same thing at my house. Mm-hmm. And where I have notebooks that I communicate with the parents and now they have my number. So they'll text me or they'll call me. And I'll like, I this week we're doing the letter J. So I find videos, I do arts and crafts that set the letter J. The most common one for the letter J is jellyfish. So a lot of parents mm. would just be like, oh, okay, you guys are doing the letter J. We could do videos. Like, I use Sesame Street a lot. The the, the count with, with uh, this week is 14. So you do, like, the number 14 and all that stuff. Mm. But, you know, just kind of keeping it educational or at least fun for the parents. It's also, it's cool for them to communicate with their teacher to see if they can send packets like that or just, hey, what are you guys doing at? At the schools, yeah. I can kind of do it here with my kid. Yeah, that way it'll fall behind. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the kind of thing with a lot of kids that are quarantining and stuff, they're falling behind and like this stuff. Uh, my oldest is kind of having that issue now because we just did two weeks of NT, of uh, I don't know what you guys, we call it NTI, where everything's on the computer. And I'm at work on FaceTime trying to help him do his work. Because nobody else can help him at home, right? And it's it's a lot, yeah. and I feel like it, it's probably negatively affected him a lot lately. And we're just trying to find a way to catch him back up. And math, why we kind of done it, but reading, 
<laughs> I, yeah. I don't even know what more to do. Yeah, it's it's been hard for a lot of kids, especially with getting back into the gesture of school. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't know what phase my sister's in, but this child, <laughs> when she had the remote learning, I'm be honest, you. My sister was one of those that turned the camera on, but put that she was there, but she wasn't there, and she'll mm. be on TikTok making videos she instead of listening okay, to class. Look, like, oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they'll say her name, and she's like, I'm right here. What are you talking about? And then they'll tell her like, you need to leave your camera on, and she didn't care. She would put that sucker right. on and would be in the other <laughs> side making the TikTok on her phone. And I'll be like, child. And I'll see, like, whenever she poses it. And I was just like, aren't you supposed to be in school? She goes, it is. And she'll show me a picture of the, the last like, what class? Like, what class is this? What, uh-huh. what, uh, when is the teacher like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. And then now that she's back in school, it's not that she's falling behind. It's just that she's in that preteen years. Mm. So Everybody's trying to ruin her life. <laughs> Yes. And, you know, she's also at that phase where it's what she wants. And she, and she knows everything and <laughs> nobody knows anything but her. Yeah. <laughs> and she, I'm grown. <laughs> uh, yeah, that she thinks she's grown. I saw her post a picture on Snapchat and I, I was like, what the, what are you doing? She had a shirt. She's 11. She had a shirt with 11? a top top. She'll be 12 in, in next month. She had a crop top on. And I said, child, mind you, I just saw her like last, not this past weekend, but the other weekend. And we took a picture together, like a full body. Mm. And I put a heart around it. And she goes, oh, my ass looks flat. Put the heart by my butt. And I was just like, what? Who's looking at your ass? <laughs> I was like, child, you allowed it. <laughs> what are you talking about? She said, quarantine made me lose my butt. And I was just like, what? What are you talking about? And I was just like, oh, I cannot. Like, I don't teenagers, know. Teenagers. Yes. Because I was oh. just like, I, don't, I wasn't like that. Like, I was very conservative at, my, at her age. Her, she's more like, and I don't know if it's because of COVID or in like feeling like you have to impress now that you're in person. I don't know what it is, but she's going yeah. through these phases where I'm just like, child. I think it's more to do with like the way social media is now. Yeah. So it's like you, you rely more on social media to communicate with people. Like, well, I want to, I can control how everybody sees me. So I'll just put all this stuff on. <laughs> Let me tell you, social media between the news and social media, when I got COVID, I had to disconnect myself. I stopped watching the news. I stopped watching the news. I don't like ago. watching the news. I quickly turn on New York One in the morning sometimes because I just kind of want to briefly see how the weather's going to be. And yeah. then I don't know if you guys get get what's going on over here, but like there's been so much shootings. And, that's and, every it's everywhere we yeah uh, it's been insane between like we were talking about it today in my class between covid and freaking gun violence it's just like what the what the fuck 
No. You know, like if we don't have enough already to deal with COVID and now people want to go and shoot other people. Mm-hmm. And we also have a lot of carjackings going on over here too. Oh, really? And it's, and it's young kids that don't have nothing to do. Yeah. Like they, there were a lot of, I know we did have a, like a lot of community programs, basketball programs, all these things going on. But once COVID hit, all those things stopped. And it's like, well, we can do it remotely, but you can only do so much remote. Right. Like, it's not going to sit there and grab. They're not going to sit there in front of a computer every day for a couple of weeks to hear you talk about, okay, well, we can go to college and do this. You don't have to do this. Like, that stuff's out the window, kind of, sort of. And it's hard for, like, I've seen, I used used to work at a daycare for, like, 10 years. And over the past two years of this whole lockdown of COVID and everything, I've lost at least five of those kids. Wow. Just to, just for shooting. It's so sad. Like, mm. I can't even, like, with the whole COVID thing, like, it, it was a lot. Like, before COVID, there was shootings. You know, you would hear, like, these massacres that would, would go on. Like, uh, the one that happened years ago in the school in Connecticut. Was it Connecticut? Something like oh, that. It was a mass shooting. There's been a lot lately. <laughs> I, yeah. And that's, and that's I mean, sad it's to say. It's been so much. It's sad. And it's... Just even now, like you were saying about the youngings, um, I know somebody that is 13, I believe he is. Um, and I, I was going to an event with my roommate, and we quickly ran into the kid, and he was drinking beer in front of the store at 12 years old. And I was just like, what the, what the fuck? Like, don't get me wrong. I had my first drink, maybe 16, but it was like one of those coolers. Yeah, it was like a wine cooler. That's like yeah, that Kool-Aid. A, a, a wine cooler. And mind you, I wouldn't do that at the store. I like, somebody would buy it and then we would go by the Metro North and like drink it around there. Yeah. But you right in front of the store, cops yeah, come back and forth and you 12 years old drinking that shit. Yeah, I heard with the winos, like, like that ain't cool. It's not. It's like, oh. I don't know. This this life, man, I'm tired of COVID. <laughs> I'm tired mm-hmm. of this gun violence. It's just like some guy in the, the supermarket today was just telling me like America's trash, and I was just like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is exactly. It's like everybody's coming to America, I want a better life, and it's just like America's trash. Like, hey, y'all want to switch? <laughs> I'll go to after. <laughs> Shit, my um, one of she's not really my cousin, but she's my sister's cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's from her father's side, but I grew up with her, so she's my cousin. Um, when we were kids. I used to get so annoyed because they would always ask for money and blah, you know, they think because you live in America, you're the richest person in the world. And it's just like, no, bro, I struggle just like you struggle. Broke, broke. <laughs> yeah, literally. And do you remember back when those name belts were in style? Mm-hmm. So she would tell me like, oh, when you come back, bring me, bring me one of those. And I'm just like, I ain't buy this. My mama bought it. 
Right. You know, like I, I, and if if I have money to buy it, I'm still not gonna give it to you because I'm gonna right. buy one for myself. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, and them shits went. They were per letter, so yeah, it was nothing cheap. I don't remember how much they were, but I remember it was per letter. It was five dollars a letter. I remember that much because yeah, I got nothing like a little flea market. Five dollars a letter. Like, hey, so if you got a long name, like, mm. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Yeah, I think her name has seven letters. That's 35 Ooh, bucks. See, that's too, yeah, nah, that's too much. You see, especially you gotta, at that age, I was like 15, I think I was. So that was a lot because I was making less than minimum wage at that time. So, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't get that. Oh, oh, Jesus. Another times. <laughs> oh, but I hope that I hope something happens with this whole COVID thing because I'm tired of it. I just want to live my best life. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to go places. I'm really trying to go <laughs> Me places. Too. I want to travel. Like, I, I'm trying, but it's like very, like, every time I feel like I want to do a vacation. I always get like, oh, I get nervous because it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's it's still a COVID world no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to plan a vacation for February. I'm not a thousand percent sure yet if I'm doing it. But I'm, I just well, kind of like, huh? I'm terrified to go anywhere right now. Uh, them canceling flights and stuff and then you just got to stay somewhere for like a, a whole nother night. It's like I'm not a big fan of that of unplanned trips. I'm trying to wait until around April, around that mania toward the summer type seasons when the numbers die down a little bit. Yeah, because I was just like, because you know, I have obviously because I work in a school, but I have the midwinter vacation. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, especially now with just having COVID, I'm just like, I feel like I did owe it to myself just to do something, even for like two, three days. Yeah. So um, I feel like if I don't go to where I want to go, maybe I'll do something in another state nearby instead mm-hmm. of having to go somewhere else farther. Right. So, um, but either way, it's just like, it's either one or the other. Like I have to do something at this point. Definitely. I know my family's trying to plan a trip to Florida, but I'm also trying to go to Atlanta and then also sometime this year make some time to come to New York. Because and... everybody has been like, oh, when you coming up here? When you coming up here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we definitely would love to see you down here. And I definitely, like, I went to Kentucky for two days, I think it was, maybe three, but two. We left early in the third day. Mm-hmm. But the moment I landed and I saw that horse field and I saw the horses and I said, oh, I got to <laughs> come back here. Ooh, the horses. Because <laughs> I, you know, I grew up down south. So mm-hmm. I'm not a city person. I'm more of a country person. And whenever I go to the countryside, I you feel I love nature. it to pieces. Yeah, I love nature. Don't get me wrong. I hate bugs. But, <laughs> like, the open fields, and I have a thing for stars. And here in the city, you cannot see that shit. I when I get out of New York, 
like Pennsylvania upstate, the first thing I do at night, I look up and I'm like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I love stars. And I'm in Louisville, so that's like the the most city that you're gonna get in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it still has its parts where you can see like that. Yeah. But it's still pretty it's still pretty city. There's a lot of, of stuff going on around here. In fact, we currently live up the street from Churchill Downs where the Kentucky Derby happens at. Okay. And that is a madhouse in itself. So <laughs> like oh, around man. that around that time of the year, we can't even get to our house. So we just like these last few years, I just take vacation around those days and we just stay at the house and barbecue because can't get in to go nowhere, can't get out to go nowhere. So that's one thing I was hoping, not hoping that, but I was just like, you know, if I had a house or something when we were all locked down, mm-hmm. I was like, at least if I would have had a house and I had a backyard, I would at least be fine with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I live in New York City. <laughs> not for long, because this is not where I want to be the rest of my life. But... um but yeah, like I was saying, like anybody that had a house and stuff like that, like you can just go to your backyard, barbecue. If you have a pool, just enjoy the pool. Mm-hmm. But everybody else that lived in the in the apartment is just like you're screwed. You just gotta stay in your apartment. Honestly, uh, with the way that this quarantine went, I hated this house. Really? Because it was just because I think it was just because I was by myself. There was nobody here. I'm just I. I guess I'm more so used to all the noise, kids running around, just stuff going on. And it's like the house is quiet. Even outside was quiet. There was nothing going on anywhere. Like it's just dead and it was like deafening to be in this house and just be silent like that. Like it was really lonely. This this time around, there was mo- there was moments where I felt lonely. Mm-hmm. Um Mostly because I was in my room um, when I first had COVID. Like I said, like me and my grandparents weren't really sure what we had. We all had it together, basically, but we weren't sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like we would help one another. My grandmother would always make this tea every day that helped us. Um, It helped me a lot. And... You know, I was in a relationship at that time. So I had that type of help. And, you know, it, even though he was far, it was just like, you know, I have a support, but I don't have a support. This right. time around, I had more support. But mm-hmm. just because I was in my room and I was isolated, I felt very alone. Yeah. But I was grateful that I had a really good friend of mine. So my dad came. They dropped off stuff at my door. And then I, I took them into my room and stuff like water and Gatorade. Because I wasn't really hungry this time. Right. Um, even though I had all my senses, it was just like I had no desire to eat. So yeah. at least with the Gatorade, it helped me keep my electric lights up. Um, I am not diabetic. But I have these random spasms where my sugar drops. Mm-hmm. And I get like completely weak. Um, it's terrible. Like it's a terrible feeling. So the Gatorade at least kept me energetic. Um, my dad dropped a soup, tea. My dad's a real big tea person. I am too, but I don't drink tea as much as he does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the crackers helped me a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. He got me vitamin water. Um, you do orange juice? I didn't do orange juice. Orange juice um, helped a whole lot. I, I am very particular with my orange juice. Um, I feel as I got old, <laughs> I started to like the Florida orange juice that has pulp in it. Mind you, I yes. never liked, yes. <laughs> I never liked pulp growing up. And out of nowhere, I had this crave for orange juice with pulp. And I've tried the Tropicana and I don't really like it. Tried you try simply? Huh? You try simply orange? I haven't tried that one. Try that one. It is okay. absolutely the best. And yeah, get it with medium, get it with medium pulp, pulp. I loved it. Oh, Sorry, I got two big ones. I'm like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, because I'm literally like, I never liked pulp. I remember one time maybe my mom bought it and I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then now it's just like, oh, I want is orange juice with pulp in it. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. I go to the store and they don't have the orange juice with the with the pulp, I'm just like, what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I don't even like regular orange juice anymore. It's like, well, you know, by drinking the one with the pulp, so I'll take it. <laughs> well, just slide it over this way. Thank you. But um, orange juice, orange juice does help. But I did not drink orange juice this time. Um, mm. I had a lot of the water and a lot of the Gatorade and mm. uh, the vitamin water. The vitamin water, actually, that my dad got me is like the orange one, the orange flavor one. So I guess I've had that one. It looks it, it just because it looks nasty to me. It looks like chalky and everything. I'm yeah. not sure if it is, but I mean it's okay. I like the pink one, the kiwi, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's the only one I drink. So when <laughs> I drink a different one, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, that's I okay. want that. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I guess I drink this one. Right. And then, you know, my dad got it for me. So it's just like, all right, I'm going to drink it because, you know, my dad got it for me. So, right. But the Ritz crackers helped a lot, especially with me not wanting to eat. So at least I would have some of those crackers and I would be fine. Um, I don't, I had to lose some weight because I wasn't desiring to eat. So I'm pretty I sure I did too. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even start eating. It was about maybe three or four days by the time I started eating. Even then, it still wasn't a lot. But I think I ate like a pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like, it wasn't much. <laughs> Listen, if, if somebody's listening and they have not gotten COVID yet, I just say bless yourself. Yeah. Um, my principal actually, and with this, we'll wrap up. Um, she got COVID when I got COVID because mm-hmm. I texted her and I said, Hey, just letting you know, like I tested positive for COVID because I was still emotional. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Oh man, yeah, me too. <laughs> I <felt> like, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> we both got COVID now, but she was bad. And mm-hmm. then unfortunately, like her husband got it and her daughter, her son got it. Mm-hmm. And so they were all sick in the house. She was throwing up. Her kid was throwing up, had diarrhea. Her husband lost his smell of taste and and everything. And I was just like, damn. Like, they got hit hard. And I was just like, is this your first time? And she was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh. 
Jesus. I said, see, this is my second time. That's probably why, honestly, I feel like because I had it and because I had the vaccine, I was able to fight certain things off. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like, she's vaccinated. But I think she got, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, like, our rules over here, like, if you were working inside, like, you have to be vaccinated. And um, so my school, like, I think after November or October, no, sometime in September, you had to be at least one vaccine. Mm. So one, my principal who I who hired me, she has a certain illness where it's not safe for her to get the vaccine. So Ooh. unfortunately, because of that, she could no longer be the principal at my school. Wow. Yeah. So then came my new principal, which, you know, she, she does her good job. But, you know, I do miss my other principal. <laughs> but I still keep, you know, she still works with us, but she just works from home. Yeah. And so I see her time to time. Um, I actually was... Uh, I don't want to say it yet. I'll tell you off camera. Um, But I did something and I asked her for like her help. And she was like, of course. So I'll tell you that obviously off camera. Um, But she's super dope. And so like when I, even when I was sick, she was making sure I was okay. Cause she's like, you know, like I told her like, you don't have to check up on like, I'm I'm fine. And she said, well, when I had COVID, you texted me every day and sending me nice verses and stuff like that. Not verses, but you know, like the little poke thingies just to kind of, cause you know, like I told you, like, listen, we're in this together. If you ever need Mm -hmm. to text me, like I'm here for you. And you did the vice versa with me too. Check on Mm -hmm. me. And that's how I did with her. You know, I knew that cause I hadn't seen her for a few days and they weren't really seeing that she was sick. So I, I texted her and I was just making sure she was okay. And she was just like, yeah, like, unfortunately, COVID got me. And I was like, oh, no. And so, you know, I kept texting her and sending her just positive vibes just to make sure that, you know, because she was very afraid, especially with her health conditions. But thankfully, she was okay. Um, But, like, this principal that I have now, like, this was her first time. And she was saying that they were, they were bad. Yeah, she actually had it because technically here, or I don't know if this is nationwide or whatever, but you quarantine for the five days you're vaccinated, right? Mm. But if your symptoms worsen, then you have to quarantine for 10 days. So because her symptoms worsened, they all had to quarantine for 10 days. It's probably safer doing the 10 days anyway. Yeah, so I didn't say, but when I had gotten retested, um, this, because I know that technically after you had COVID, your PCR will continue to stay positive after mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. Yep. So I found it crazy. I took um, a rapid at a different site and I told them, yeah, like I had COVID before. Um, I just came out of quarantine. I just wanted just to check, just to check. They did my rapid, negative. I said, okay, usually the the rapid shows negative, but the PCR was still staying positive. 
Mm. A PCR came back like two days later and it said negative. I was like, what the hell? I was like, that is mm. crazy. You I may like, have been already know. coming down. You may have been like already coming down and was on your way out of the whole all of, all of it together anyway. Yeah, because technically, um, because they have like I don't know if they called you, but like once they once you test positive, the like the Department of Health calls you, whatever. Yeah, they they called me on my last day. <laughs> right. Like, me okay, too. I you, so you could come back to work now. I'm like, no, they already told me when I could come back to work. Then they sent me yeah. this little so weak care same, package. <laughs> same exact thing to me. The day I came back to work. There was like technically this is your day eleven from when you started your symptoms, and I was just like, yeah, I'm already back at work. So, <laughs> and then they were asking me about like, um, oh, did you know that you had the rights for like meals and this like care packet? And I said, I know. I tried to contact you guys. Nobody answered me, so I was like, "Fuck you!" (laughs) And she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." You know, like we just have so many cases, and I was just like, "Uh huh." And so she was like, "But um, you know, we do have that packet." And I said, "Yeah, I still want the packet. Like, give me that. (laughs) (laughs) It's free stuff. Give it to me." (laughs) But you know, it has like um hand sanitizer in it. It has mask in it, and I have. The home kit, it comes with the whole kit. They were like, yeah, the one that costs like fifty dollars in a store. I said, yeah, give me all the free shit. Give it to me. Oh, we didn't get that. I think we oh, got yeah. a fidget spinner. We got some. They sent us three packs of gummies. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this? It's like one roll yeah. of toilet paper. Like, bro. Really? <laughs> no, they didn't give me that. They gave me uh, the your pulse pressure, whatever the thing to do with your pulse. They the gave pulse us the, uh huh. Mm-hmm. They gave me that. They gave me the home kit, uh, the mask. I, I think it's like fifty, the fifty pack one of masks because there was a mm-hmm. lot of them of them in there. They gave me hand sanitizer. Uh, I can't remember what else was in it, but once I knew like that home kit was that in there, I said, uh, yeah, send me the free stuff. Mm-hmm. I want it. Oh. And then they was like, you know, like you could have gotten meals. And I said, another shit. Like that's what that's what it says online, but nobody was answering the phone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like this is probably why people were just like over the shit. You know what? It's probably the best. Because I sat there with trying to DoorDash and I could never get the right order. I ordered wings. They brought me a mushroom Swiss burger. Oh. Like how? <laughs> I, so when I didn't have an appetite, I wasn't eating shit, obviously. But then when I started to gain appetite, I really was in the mood for, uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Corn. It's corn something. It's like breaded and there's like com- corn inside. Corn put Cornbread? No, they corn, corn, corn and cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't mm. remember the name of it. It's gonna drive me crazy. But we'll figure that when we get there. Yeah, <laughs> when eventually, like I'm gonna and I'm gonna end up texting you like, oh, I remembered it. <laughs> but I was really in the mood for it, and I only knew one spot that had it. So I said, okay, I have an appetite. Let let me just try to cook. I also love corn, and um, so I ordered it, and I also ordered like some honey um chicken wings. Mm. 
And I got my order and everything was trash. It tasted terrible. And I was just like, I don't know if it's because I haven't had food in a while, but this tastes terrible. (laughs) I was so disappointed. So disappointed. I was like, I should have just ordered BBQs. I should have just gotten BBQs and just gotten my honey sticking wings and my chicken tenders that I like. But no, I wanted to have these freaking corn, whatever they're called. And I was just like, I was very upset. I would have been too. Thing ain't cheap. Yeah, hell Food no. And cheap. I was like, I thought this shit was expensive, and I'm over here like hungry, and I'm finally craving something, and I, I like, I get very upset when I'm craving something and it does not come out the way I wanted it to come out. Yeah, very. Like, it's like this is some bullshit. I don't yeah. fucking want it. <laughs> I don't like this. Like oh, I've ooh. gotten times where I've. I don't personally like to do Uber Eats because I have terrible experience with Uber Eats. I'll be in the mood for a Baconator from Wendy's, order freaking Wendy's, and it will be nothing that I ordered. Oh, shit. See, that's... This time, being quarantined in DoorDash was the first time I've ever had anything like that happen. Mm. And I was like, y'all fucking with me. <laughs> like, y'all are really fucking <laughs> with me. This is just because I can't go nowhere. <laughs> Right. They this it's shit was terrible, man. But it is uh getting a little late. Mm-hmm. We could keep going and going. <laughs> I know we could. Listen, my last one that I did, I was like, you know, I didn't have my glasses on, so I can't see shit. <laughs> but as like I see the numbers closer and I said, Oh shit, we've been on this for an hour and thirty minutes. See? <laughs> and we were just talking. But it was it was so obviously it drops hopefully tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um but we did mama drama and not baby mama drama, but like our own personal mother drama. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about so much stuff that we've been through and and you know how it kind of puts our non-mentality of because me and her are both not parents yet but we talk about like you know being a parent and how you know that shit kind of affects your head because you want to be different and stuff like that and you know we everything just kept just going and going and mm-hmm. I, I clearly talk a lot so <laughs> which is crazy because if you would have met me a long time ago I was a very shy person I'm still a very shy person but I felt it because I've been listening to y'all since Cats and Dogs and stuff. So yeah, I think my first episode I did with Cats and Dogs, like I was very quiet. I would talk a certain time, but now I catch myself like I'm the one that just talks and talks and talks, and I'm like, oh, I gotta let my guests talk a lot too because I kind of talk a lot. But even it's crazy because with Janelle, I feel like I don't talk as much. She talks more. But yeah, it's a conversation, and it's definitely been an experience for me because I, like I said in my last episode, I never saw myself doing podcasting at that time. YouTube was very famous, so I was just like, you know, I did wanted to do YouTube videos. But I was always so scared. And I was just like, I don't even know how to do this crap. And now I'm doing podcasts. And it's, you know, times is very scary because a lot of things that I want to talk about, 
like this last one I did, I was terrified because it was just so much stuff that I was holding back for so many years. But once I got to a point where I was just like, you know what, this lady over here talking about me, like throwing my name under the, under the, the bus, putting my name down. And I was just like, I deserve to speak my truth. And that's mm-hmm. when I kind of decided, because I have a problem of think of always worrying what people got to say. I have a big yeah, problem did, with that. You just did that too. You know, and it's just something that I fight with every day. I was talking to my friend earlier, and this is something my therapist tells me all the time. How do you feel? How does this make you feel? Speak how you feel. And I'm just like, I don't like speaking how I feel because I don't, I'm not the express type of person to tell you exactly how I feel, but it's kind of the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to express how things really make me feel. It's hard, but, you know, I'll get there eventually. (laughs) But I am going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank Um, you for having me. Definitely going to set up like a group text type of thing where I have you and I have your wife and we can go over topics and to see where we can cover something with your wife or both of you, like, It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anytime. Just say the word. I'm back. You got it. All right. Thank you so much. And Absolutely. Bye. Peace. <laughs>